here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. What is going on? Welcome to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold. This is Justin Henry. We are here to bring you our top five bets against the spread for NFL Week 18, the last week of the NFL regular season. Justin, you ready to rock with it? Ready to go? Always ready to rock. This week is going to be a little different, though, obviously, with all these different starting quarterbacks out there, a lot of backups playing, some teams have locked things in, but we still got to find a way to win, baby. That's what we're here to do. Let's jump right into it with our first picks on the board. Before we get to it, though, we would be remiss if we did not send our thoughts and prayers to DeMar Hamlin and the entire Buffalo Bills organization. We are all thinking about you. We were glad to hear the update overnight on Wednesday night heading into Thursday that you seem to be doing better. Uh, we wish for you and your team a speedy recovery. And we can't wait to see you back on the sidelines with the Buffalo Bills. All right, Justin, you ready for your number one ready pick? Ready to do it. Ready to do right. it, man. And You're up. Yes, sir. This team, um, I've talked about them in the past, but this team is playing hungry for that last playoff spot. And at home against the Browns team, who's still trying to figure things out, I like the Steelers minus two and a half uh, to handle business there. Mike Tomlin uh, to get that winning record. So the Steelers have been playing great football here over recent weeks, especially since they've got back T.J. Watt, uh, Mika Fitzpatrick there. So this team is clicking on all cylinders as, as much as they can for the talent deficiencies that they have. Uh, give me Kenny Pickett to go in there and get a home win and lead this team into the playoffs this weekend. The Steelers and Kenny Pickett continue to be very unimpressive for three and a half quarters every week offensively. And goddamn getting it done on that last drive of the game the last two weeks. Maybe we see a similar outcome against the Browns to potentially sneak into the playoffs here. The Pittsburgh Steelers have an interesting route into the playoffs in that if New England and Miami lose and Pittsburgh wins, they are in. However, there's also a chance that if Jacksonville loses on Saturday night, New England, Miami, and Pittsburgh all lose, then somehow Jacksonville sneaks in to the seventh seed also. It is going to be wild in the AFC to see how that seventh seed turns 100%. out. Um, speaking of which, I'm going to go with my number one pick on the board, which is Saturday night. We're going to go with the Tennessee Titans plus six and a half. You're doing against it. Against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know if they can win outright. I am going to play that plus 225 because why not? But I just think this is Trevor Lawrence is really the first big game of his career. He has a spot or a chance to go to the playoffs and win the AFC South outright. Yes, the Tennessee Titans don't really know what their quarterback is going to be Dobbs. It's not going to be a good situation. But I believe that you said it. You got the big beast in the back, and all you got to do is find a way to hand him the ball. 25 times a game and see what happens. This Jacksonville Jaguars defense can be very porous. If Derrick Henry starts going, watch out in this game. I think there's a really good chance that Tennessee can pull off this win. And you know who I really trust, especially as an underdog? Mike goddamn Brable is yeah, one of the best man. coaches in the NFL. He will have a great game plan ready for Trevor Lawrence. So give me Tennessee plus six and a half. When it's Mike Vrabel time in all the crunch winning situations, he always seems to find a way to be in there or get his team to victory. So I don't hate it. But with Josh Dobbs at quarterback, it's going to be all Derrick Henry. So he's got to, to carry a lot to get through those six points, man. I like the way Jacksonville's playing. And uh, they had a chance. They, I like that they played through last week. They didn't bench their starters. Uh, gave their guys a lot of confidence. So 
I like the Jacksonville side. It's more money liners than uh, than the you know with the points, but uh, it should be a very close competitive game. And like you said, a lot is going to happen based off of uh, what goes down in that game. So uh, my number two pick, though, I'm gonna go with our number two pick here: the Denver Broncos minus one and a half uh, going against the Chargers. And Chargers really don't have as much to play for this week. Uh, but Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, my man, uh, he does have a lot to play for. And a lot of people were throwing dirt on my guy. Russell's name, let him cook. It's Let's ride all the mantras. Uh, I think the Broncos play well for the new coach. And this Chargers team, like I said, I think they need it to get healthy going into the playoffs, uh, get right. So at home, this team's actually three, three out of their four wins uh, this year have been at home. So give me the Broncos in this one. Let's ride. Uh, the Broncos, I, I love the last ride there. Crack me up. Um, the Denver Broncos for me, it's interesting. I think a lot of it has to do with one, what the outcome of Tennessee and Jacksonville is, because we got to know what the motivation is for the chargers to be able to play in this game and try to lock up that five seat. You know, if it's Jacksonville, maybe they don't want to go there and they don't care about the rest of their starters. If it's Tennessee, they know there's no Ryan Tannehill. Maybe they'll try harder for that five seat and try to win this game outright. I that's the only part that I don't know, but I do believe that you're right in that the Chargers should rest a lot of their guys. They've been injured all year. Finally, all of their guys are back. They're locked into a playoff spot. Why need to take any risk in Denver against the Broncos? And the Broncos, they looked good last week, like really Man. good. Russ looked like he was Russ-ish. Um, so minus one and a half this line is dropping a little bit. Uh, towards the Chargers, but I think that's based on the motivational factors, not anything else that's going on. Um, so I, I guess the only thing that I would say for this game is wait as long as possible and don't bet it. Just see what the implications are. But I do agree. I think Denver is going to ultimately be the right side in this game. <clears throat> My number two pick of the week, I talked about this with you before, but I haven't really brought it to the public. I'm doing it. The Rams plus six, and we're also going to bet the plus 220. The NFL is going to do everything in their power to fuck over the Seattle Seahawks so that we get Lions <laughs> versus Packers for all the NFC 7 seed marbles on Sunday Night Football, which means sorry, Gino, sorry, Pete Carroll, Sean McVay and Baker Mayfield are going to come into your house, into the 12s, into Seattle, and they are going to get this win. This is actually – I think this is actually my best bet of the week. I just want to get that Tennessee one in because it was Saturday. <laughs> but Rams plus six. Six and a half if you can get it, plus 220 on the money line. Actually, my best bet of the week. I, I love that play. I, I love that play, and I think the fact that the Rams don't have really much to play for draft pick-wise makes this all of the more interesting. The Seahawks are going to get the Rams' best effort, and guys that are playing for contracts, playing for next season already, uh, a lot of guys like Baker Mayfield is playing for a starter role next season on a different team. So the Seahawks team has been reeling in recent weeks, uh, not that dominant team we saw early. So to me, I, I love it, man. I love the points there. The money line's a little sketch because I know this game means a lot to the uh, to the Seahawks and they're at home. But with the points, man, I'm all over that with the Rams, baby. Let's get it. I think there's a better way actually to play it. If you don't want to play the full game money line, do that first half money line because there's no chance if we love the plus six that they aren't leading at halftime. So give me that one. I love it. I love it. All right, my third game. And this one's a little, you know, this one's a little spicy here. The Washington Commanders at plus seven against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Robert Vera doesn't even know the playoff situation scenario. So 
He probably thinks they still have a chance to get. They're still in it. They're still in it. He thinks they can win the, the entire NFC, knowing Ron Rivera. Uh, but Sam Howell, man, going in, getting an opportunity to start to to win this last game for the Commanders. Uh, I know Dallas needs to win this game as well to, to keep their hopes alive. One of those, you know, the top seed there. But uh, I think the Commanders can go in there and keep this game close. They're playing to win. Uh, another another team where guys are probably playing for contracts and slim opportunities to make it in advance. So uh, for me, give me the Washington Commanders plus seven in this one this was my fifth pick of the week i had it at seven and a half but i love the science experiment angle of using sam howell his first start ever i love the idea that taylor heineke was like yo this guy sam howell needs to start a full game in the nfl he basically handed him the reins that was great anytime that carson wentz is not on the field for the washington commanders always (laughs) a great time to bet them and we all we all know the NFC East, these guys, it doesn't matter what the situation is, they are going to go to war. It is going to be a battle. We also know that the Dallas Cowboys are locked into a playoff spot. Yes, they want to compete for the one seed, but if not, they'll be the five. They'll go to Tampa, whatever. We also know that FedEx Field is like the most dangerous place for any NFL player to play. Why is Dallas going to try and overextend themselves in this game? Keep your guys healthy. Plus seven and a half for the new quarterback that Dallas has never seen before. Absolutely love it. I think you're completely spot on. That's my fifth pick of the week. Yes, sir. I love yeah. that as your third. Yeah, there is, we got a little a little uh, theme going on this week. Division rivals that don't want to see their division opponents win. So I think we're spot on there. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with my number three pick, which is the Indianapolis Colts at minus two and a half. The Houston Texans, if they're smart at all, should be wanting to tank this game. Now, I don't trust Lovey Smith necessarily. To want to take this game. I think that in some ways he's probably coaching for his job, but in coaching for his job, I think it was actually probably better to lose if he wants to keep his job rather than win because there's no chance that that front office wants to give up the number one pick to the Chicago Bears. On the other side of the ball, I think Jeff Saturday is just dumb enough to not want to tank and try to <laughs> send a full bore in this game. Now, do I trust Sam Ellinger at quarterback? Absolutely not. But I do think there's enough motivation on the Houston side to lose in Indianapolis to be dumb enough to not want to lose that Indianapolis minus two and a half turns into a good pick. I want no part of betting on Sam Ellinger, but I'm doing what I think is right this week. Sometimes you got to. And, you know, the Texans, they put up a fight. I think the guys that were there, Lovey Smith, so that he can get his team up for games against the Cowboys, Chiefs, they played up to their competition, right? But now it's time to lock in that number one pick. So I'm 100% with you. Uh, I like the Colts on this one. And, you know, it has more – this has everything to do with draft positioning. And like you said, giving up that number one pick to Chicago, who's not playing Justin Fields this week, I don't think that's in the cards this Sunday. Absolutely. All right, what is your number four pick? My number four pick, uh, we're going to go to Atlanta, the ATL, and uh, where the Bucs are going to be headed to Atlanta. I do not see the Bucs playing their guys in this one. They – by the skin of their teeth, got in at that number one, that uh, that division. And so, for me, I think they're going to rest their guys. I'm taking the Falcons in this one. Even though they are playing for draft pick, these guys are still playing for roles in the young guys. I think they're going to be out there playing uh, to, to earn roles next year. You know, Desmond Ritter came in, uh, got a win last week, played well. And I think these guys for the Falcons want to get some, some good momentum heading into next season. So, uh, for this being their last game, I do think the Falcons go in there and cover the four points they've been given. I like that bet as well. I do agree that Tampa Bay is going to sit all of their guys in this one. Uh, My number four pick of the week, we're going to stay in that division, but we're going to go to the other side. 
We're going to the Bayou. We're going to New Orleans, but we are taking the Carolina Panthers at plus three and a half. Steve Wilkes, absolutely 100% coaching for his career as a head coach in the NFL, whether it be with the Carolina Panthers or elsewhere, but he has proved that he is a, a, a good, strong leader for a veteran team. I think that he can do good things. And why not show it one last time as a dog, have your team come out and play as hard as possible as three-and-a-half-point dogs. The New Orleans Saints, yes, they won against the Eagles at Gardner Minshew last week. Yes, the Carolina Panthers lost last week in devastating fashion to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Even more reason for me to bet it. I think the Panthers have a ton of motivation to come in here, cover the plus three and a half, and show, you know, get some good momentum going into 2023. I still think this Saints team is a complete mess. So give me uh, Panthers plus three and a half. It's crazy that they're not too far off each other records-wise, and one of them just has so much more positive momentum going for them than the other team. It's like the Saints look like a cluster. The Panthers at least look like they're playing in the next season, going to have some good things to work on here this offseason. So I'm with you there. I'm surprised that they were dog going into this game, but uh, I think they can come out of there with the win. All right. Uh, what is your last pick of the week? Last one for me. We got to go to Sunday night. Got to go to Sunday night, and I cannot absolutely cannot fade Aaron Rodgers in the way he's been playing over these last few weeks. To get, everybody was hyped on the Detroit Lions and them getting that last playoff spot. And like you mentioned, I think some things are going to go right to where we get that game and it's going to have true implications for that last spot. Give me Aaron Rodgers, who is 3-0 in, uh, in playoff birth-deciding games. 3-0, and and I expect him to go to 4-0 uh, against this Lions team. The Lions have been great. But I think it's the Packers' time at home. I don't see how Aaron Rodgers lets this one slip through his fingers. I am completely with you. I think that they win. I think I'm going to take the minus 225. I love, love, love the under 49 in this game. We've seen the Jared Goff experience outdoors. It is not pretty. So give me the under 49 in this one. The four and a half, I I just think it's going to be – I'm not prepared to do it. I, I did bet an exact score in this game that does not cover the plus four and a half. I think was the it? Packers, it was 23-20 and 24-21, exact outcome. Ooh, I like that. I, I like that. I think the Packers win. I think it'll be closer than probably we anticipate. I just, the reason to bet on the Packers minus four and a half, one, obviously the Aaron Rodgers in these situations at home, like they're going to be juiced the hell up. And then two, just like, Anytime that Jared Goff has to go outside in the cold, then there's no doubt January football in Green Bay is going to be fucking freezing at night. I don't know if that passing game is going to do much. So maybe take Jared Goff under passing yards. And maybe they stay in this game with DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams on the ground. Jamal Williams also has incentives in his contract where I think he has six rushing yards for 250K. I think that he's going to have a good game. I like him for any time touchdown. You know, the run game, you mentioned the run game, and that's the one thing the the Packers have got going over these last few weeks. And Detroit has stepped up the run defense as well. So that's going to be a big thing for me, at least that I'll be watching, is this run defense, this improved run defense for the the Lions versus this improved run game for the Packers. Is this Lions team going to show it like they did against the Panthers when the Panthers ran wild against them, or are they going to be stout like they have been over the second half of the season? So I think that's one of the better storylines for that Sunday night matchup that we'll see. I love it. All right. Good luck with all of your bets in NFL Week 18. Make sure to play Spicy Slips on the Champions Round app. Use that code SPICY for a $10 promo code. We look forward to having you on there. It's the best product we've ever built. If you love the NBA, if you love live betting, this is the exact game mode for you. All right, Justin, thank you for joining me. Let's win some bets, baby. Yes, sir. Go get these wins, baby. Last week of the regular season.
Let's go. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.